Good morning, and now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with Democratic Party Legislator Lam Chuk Ting. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Hong Kongers, the government has put forward a bill to amend the Fugitive Offenders Ordinance, and it is extremely likely that the Legislative Councillors will be voting on the bill within a month. This bill has stirred up tremendous controversy in society due to the serious impact it could have on Hong Kong's rule of law, business environment, and one country, two systems. Some even consider this the greatest crisis in Hong Kong since the handover. The bill was proposed after a Hong Kong man who is suspected of having murdered his young Petland Hong Kong girlfriend in Taiwan, returned to Hong Kong early last year. The government claims that because the relevant ordinances for surrounding fugitive offenders specify that they are not applicable to any other parts of China, including Taiwan, Hong Kong first has no legal basis to cooperate and respond to Taiwan's request for extradition. The government also claims that the exclusion of the mainland, Macau and Taiwan are loopholes that need to be plugged. And in order for justice to be served, the amendments have to be passed as soon as possible so that the suspect can be extradited to Taiwan for trial. The government's claims are completely baseless and misleading. Taiwanese authorities reached out and wrote to Hong Kong's government three times for judicial assistance about the homicide case, but they never received a reply. It is also worth noting that even if the current proposal does become law, the Taiwanese authority have reiterated that they will not extradite the suspect. On the grounds that a possible extradition to the mainland damages the human rights of Taiwanese citizens and poses a serious threat to their safety when they are in Hong Kong. Taiwan cautioned that in that event, the Hong Kong government should bear the responsibility for not letting justice be served. Moreover, the frequent emphasis on the exclusion of the mainland as a loophole is totally untrue. The Hong Kong Bar Association calls it a deliberate decision by the legislature in 1997 due to the fundamentally different criminal justice system operating in the mainland and concerns over the mainland's track record on the protection of fundamental rights. Hong Kong's last governor, Chris Patton, also called the administration's reference to the exclusion as a loophole self-evidently untrue and absurd. The concerns regarding the fundamentally different criminal justice system and the mainland's track record on the protection of fundamental rights are still very real today. 
President Xi famously declared earlier this year that China must never follow the path of Western separation of powers or judicial independence. Aside from answering the party, China's criminal justice system is also notorious for being corrupt, frequently subjecting persons of interest to lengthy pretrial detentions and forced confessions, and denying them chances to seeing their family members and lawyers of choice. It is therefore very understandable that Hong Kongers are worried about sending people to the mainland to be tried. In response to the public's concern, legislators, scholars and barristers have all proposed a wide range of feasible alternatives, including adding a sunset clause solely to handle this Taiwan murder case. Having Hong Kong people who commit serious crimes abroad tried in Hong Kong and granting Hong Kong courts extraterritorial jurisdiction. However, to the disappointment of the public, the government has turned down each proposal and insisted that its current proposal is the best way to plug current loopholes and let justice be served by extraditing the suspect. The government has indeed gone to great lengths to make sure this bill is passed before the Legislative Council's summer recess. It has broken all kinds of protocol firstly, by holding a public consultation on the bills for only 20 days, and secondly, by skipping the Legislative Council's bills committee stage and directly asking for a second reading this month, slapping away the Legislative Council's power for scrutinizing the bill. As a minority in the Legislative Council, Democrats could only take advantage of the time when James Toll was presiding during the election of the chair of the Bills Committee to seek to delay the passing of the bill. Now that the bill will go directly to the council for a second reading, the opportunities for filibustering have been greatly reduced. The situation is dire. The Chinese government's liaison office convinced an urgent meeting last week with the local deputies to the National People's Congress and members of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference and called on them to support the bill. Then China's Vice Premier Han Chen voiced his support for the bill, effectively handing down a mission for the government to pass this bill at all costs. Armed with China's blessing, Carrie Lam and the Secretary for Security, John Lee, have ignored concerns and warning from both local residents the Hong Kong Journalists Association, Hong Kong Bar Association, International Chambers of Commerce, and countries such as the United States and Germany. Even though some members of the pro-establishment camp have voiced their disagreements and concerns regarding the bill, loud that Beijing has weighed in on the issue, it will be very hard for them to act against Beijing's wishes.
given the irreversible negative impact the passing of this bill would have on our rule of law, the business environment, and one country, two systems. I hope the pro-establishment camp will not dig their own grave and drag everyone in Hong Kong down with them by supporting this bill. I hereby sincerely urge all Hong Kong residents, experts, businessmen, and foreigners living in Hong Kong to join the rally on 9th of June for all to express our concerns about the bill in the hope that our pro-establishment legislative councillors can see how angry and worried we all are with the bill and will then vote it down. I would also like to appeal to the International Chambers of Commerce and Foreign Governments to continually press both the Hong Kong and the Chinese governments to respond to the public's requests and concerns. We, Democrats, will do everything in our power to try to stop this bill from passing because we all know that if the bill does pass, it may just well be the final straw that breaks the camel's back. I hope to see you all at 3 p.m. on 9th of June at East Point Road, Causeway Bay. Thank you.